0: Hey Marcus, how are you? Doing alright. You like movies? Not
1: as much as I like your laughter at movies for weird stuff. That's I w- reasonable. I went to go see The Beguiled uh, a few days ago and they played that Peroni commercial <laughs> again. Yeah. So, And then the other day, like after that, I was just watching clips of... Um, song to song on my phone and then the Val Kilmer part came up that just made me think do you want to know what's weird though? so the when I went to go see the Beguiled and they played that Peroni uh, commercial that you laughed at the woman who was sitting in front of you was at the Beguiled also and she was sitting near me and then it just reminded like I saw the Peroni and then like I saw her and it just made me think of you and the laughter and her reaction to your laughter
0: yeah I mean my gift and my curse is that I just have a I have a laugh yeah. And it, it makes some people very happy, it makes some people yeah. very uncomfortable. No, she liked it. She was laughing. I'm just talking yeah. about experience. Sure. Um we're the Bieber's in America podcast. Uh you what,
1: know what would you have done if at the end of that commercial, <laughs> like the captain of the ship was Val Kilmer, like he turned around and took his cap off I I, one of the, like I would, like a mentos moment. I would have had just a to take a, I, I would have <laughs> had to walk
0: outside for a minute. Sure. You know, sometimes when I'm watching a movie that really understands my sense of humor I, I have to press pause and and stop myself because it's too good.
1: I'm there with you. Like I got a I got a couple. Uh, Will 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 um, Forte in Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar well, Movie. Not so fu- much the movie, funny but him in you know, that movie. That's by the way, pool. just
0: in case, uh, welcome to Believers in America podcast. It's a All podcast right. about uh, Justin Bieber fans in America. All I'm right. Scott Thorough. This is Marcus Penn. Um I was watching. I was rewatching Keanu with uh, Snafu. Mm-hmm. on Friday night and I um, was I, it reminded me how funny MacGruber was and I was trying to explain MacGruber to Snafu mm-hmm. and I couldn't because I just was uncontrollably laughing about Val yeah. uh, Kilmer
1: <laughs> that, so, so that's a, so that's a thing between me and the Pink Smoke guys I saw like a test screening of that movie and I didn't like it yes and then over the years you did the rewatch yeah, and, and I just, like... I watched it the other day. Well, more like two weeks ago, but close enough. Episode, and I just forget how... Episode
0: Jonathan Demi, rest in peace. I just we, forget. We had a nice talk about... But the since movie. then. But you watched since it then, even again. I
1: watched it again, and it's just like, yeah. It's, have you, it's
0: pretty great. Have you watched That's My Boy?
1: No. That, I Yo, man. I, it's like You know what? Let me stop, because... I
0: watch almost every movie you recommend.
1: No, ever. I know, but the different... Oh, see, I'm not. I don't want to be... Sucked into saying something arrogant. It's just like with Adam Sandler, but then it's like his Netflix stuff. I haven't seen that. But I'm the, not
0: gonna. I'm not recommending those. I think you can trust my absurdist taste. That if I tell you this movie's great, that there's got to be something there.
1: True, but I've had other. people Have you watched Bye like, Bye like, Monkey? No. All right. Sorry. Um, I'm about to. I'm it's about not to personal. Break. It's 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 me. It's not you. Uh huh. But um. So that's what yeah. every
0: every ex told me, except one said, "It's not. It's not me. It's you." Wow. <laughs> and I was like, "Why don't you tell me how you really feel?" Yeah. Talking about telling me how you really feel, you lent me this film after the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand six. Danish Danish yes. slash Indian film. No, I, must, Mostly I, I like to call it a Danish because it's a Danish uh, director and with yeah. the one of one of the most interesting faces in acting Mads Mickelson
1: I think one of the most interesting actors also
0: yes I'm just being purely yeah. uh, superficial sure he, uh, he he's a them. handsome man uh you know I feel like a lot of people would be comfortable you know wife swapping with him you know? sure it's I'm not, not
1: even so much his looks it's I think him like there's have you ever something seen the interview him. with him. He's I, this cool, uh, kind of, like laid back guy. He's you know. You know what?
0: He's he's sort of like who's that guy that we like? That American actor, um, who I mean, who, who played General Zod?
1: Like a lot of American actors, General Zod. Oh, Michael Shannon. Yeah, he's sure. sort of like a
0: Danish Michael Shannon. A yeah.
1: little less Frankensteiny, but
0: sure. I, but I, I, like, I get like he's got like that man's man. Like I feel like I feel like Mads Mikkelsen would recommend me a good album by Sevado.
1: Or not even that. He'd know how to like fix something around the house. But I'm talking Absolutely.
0: about yeah. But but the thing about Michael Shannon is that he he, rec- he would recommend me like a good album by the bassist from sevedo
1: Western Mass, represent. Yeah. How did, I, how did I just graze over that? You know. I'm yeah. I. That's why I said it from.
0: again because I was like, Shout I'm throwing out. I'm throwing you a, a layup right here with the Man. with the Western map Western Mass indie rock. Oh, yeah! Classic Giants.
1: ties in the dinosaur. I, I saw an Amherst-based movie. Maybe we'll get into that later. So. Yeah,
0: I tried to get you tickets. I know this is sort of connected to Echo and the Bunny Men and mm-hmm. Violent Femmes last yeah. week. Yeah, I wanted to go, but I couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't uh, go. Yeah, I appreciate so, it. Yeah, you know, that's just we're developing a, a friendship, seeing how it goes. So far, we don't really, you know, you'll invite me to something, and I'm like, I can't go. I got to a car crash, and you'll be, I'll be like, Hey, you want to go to something? Like, I can't go. I have to work, and like. Your answer is better Because you're making money And I'm recovering from a car crash But I'll get into that later Uh, You recommended me after the wedding Yeah And uh, I don't want to give away too much Mm -hmm. Though most likely If you're listening to this podcast There's a good chance you've seen it But Uh, Yeah, I'd say so um, Mads Mikkelsen plays this uh, You know, wide-eyed Not wide-eyed, but like a dude with, with good ideals. I, an idealist. Idealist. Yeah. Running a orphanage in India. Mm-hmm. He's invited to Denmark to get some money. You know, it mm-hmm. starts like Brewster's Millions, but goes in a different way. Yeah. He's invited to, to get some money for his orphanage, but it's it's contingent upon him going to Denmark, where he hasn't been in a very long time. And when he gets there, he meets this man named Jorgen. And he's... He's kind of led on, and through the leading on, you find out that there's a connection between him and the family that wants to help him restart his orphanage, and it just from there it just just grabs you by the heartstrings and doesn't really let go. I was definitely I was in an emotional place when I saw that movie, so I like I cried a lot, and I think it was a, a very good um, a very good example. What's the name? Do you remember the director's name?
1: Suzanne Bayer.
0: Yes. I, I have... You know, there's a couple movies of hers that are on my watch list. But her yeah, use great. her use of perspective shifting, mm-hmm. I thought was so amazing. Because a lot of, like, lazy filmmakers, when telling this story, would probably tell the story from the point of view of Jorgen. Mm-hmm. W- um, who is this, you know, Danish multi-multi-millionaire yeah. who... At first, you think is a real asshole, and then as the story goes on, you you realize that it's way more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think like any movie could have had because Mads Mikkelsen's character is not like when you really go deep into him, he's like kind of a jerk.
1: I was just gonna say in reverse. You start out, you see this like savior guy who's all about, and still is through. Even when he was younger, But that's what I'm younger, saying. Was, I'm saying like in then, this, you know? if
0: if this were, were a different movie by a different director in a different time, you would have focused on. A lot of focus would be on Jorgen. Yes. Because people want to want to, people gravitate to that sort of character, and then the other character showing up and and really taking in all these things. Uh. And then you start realizing that Jorgen is is well, Mads Mikkelsen isn't not the hero of the film, but but Jorgen Jorgen's an ill fucking dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, it's I I hear it like as you're talking, it's like because yeah, you don't want to slip up and say something because it is about you know a, a reveal, and and one of the reveals is is maybe my second favorite thing about that movie because you discover something the audience at the same time as. Our, you know our protagonist and it's like oh and the way that scene is shot just cuz of how you know Mr. Mickelson looks and then he starts no, like no words are said well that's not true words are said but said, his, his but his when he realizes something it's all in his face and it's like oh wait a minute and it's like oh shit a lot a
0: lot of european film which i which not enough american film imitates sometimes our man T mama Uses it, but uh, you know, face acting, acting with gestures, yeah. having the words not necessarily be consistent with, uh, congruous with what they're saying. Yeah. So the first reveal I don't think is nearly as important to not spoil as the second reveal. Mm-hmm. The second reveal you're like, oh, where yeah. the first reveal is like, you're just like, what?
1: Yeah. Sure. Fair enough.
0: Um, and you the reason why I watched this movie is because we were talking about um garden State offline we weren't on yeah, we right. weren't and you were saying how you had read that um zach braff for a moment wanted to remake this movie with Eddie murphy yeah um
1: it was more than just even one article it was like it was a thing and like for, for like a hot second after
0: watching this movie I'm like that's wild that that's what Zach Braff saw and was like, I want to remake this movie with Eddie Murphy. Sure. Two, I want to see a remake with Eddie Murphy. I, I do
1: too, actually. That yeah. could,
0: you know, in the one in 4,000 chance that either Zach Braff or Eddie Murphy or someone that knows Zach Braff or Eddie Murphy are listening, I really think this is the movie that could really take your careers back on the top. Yeah. Like a good... Because like, Eddie Murphy can act. Eddie Murphy like... I just think like he's chosen films for the past fifteen to twenty years that that I don't think do him justice. Yeah, and and there are movies that he's been in good in that people don't give a chance because they just assume that Eddie Murphy's not good anymore. But or Eddie the movies or the movie. Well, here's the thing: like even Norbit, which was a difficult movie to get through. Yeah, like he's great in it, but the but. They're, like, it's a very vacuous uh, film. But it's like make it's that
1: kind of thing, like. So and and rumor has it Eddie Murphy saw through the lines and got offended. But Jack Black's intro in Tropic Thunder, which is a clear shot at the clumps, it's like. Norbit was like he was making fun of himself. Yeah. Which, if that was really the case, I'd actually give that movie a little more validity. He was trying. He was kind of trying to do like a Joe Dante. Uh, Gremlins 2 thing where it was just like this is out of hand I'm gonna I'm gonna take control and just make this crazy ass sequel and kill it myself and just like kill my own monster kind of thing which is how I always looked at Gremlins 2 Um, but yeah this was and and, and also serious acting chops too going back to Eddie Murphy because for example I'm not crazy about Dreamgirls it's just another musical however that doesn't mean dismiss certain things about it like Eddie Murphy's performance uh, yeah, which is excellent.
0: Com- Comedians don't really get regarded as good actors usually until they do a dramatic film. Like, like Peter Sellers only got like love for for doing you know Doctor Strange Love and being there, mm-hmm. but Doctor Strange Love was still a pretty like comedic role. Yeah, and plural. Yeah, yeah, comedic roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like people, people like, but people don't realize how good of an actor he was. Yeah. Just like Eddie Murphy. Like you like if Kevin Spacey did coming to America, people would be losing their shit. You yeah. know? Like the, the the imitations, like Eddie Murphy's Jewish grandpa. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Where's the spoon? Uh-huh. Yeah. That shit's that's talent. Yeah. And um I don't I try to tell this story as often as possible, but I don't mm-hmm. know if i told you the story. In the early aughts this guy escaped jail mm-hmm. using an ID that he made with a cutout picture of Eddie Murphy from the DHS cover of Bowfinger. Wow. Yeah. And he, he was on I'm the just, run for... I'm a little speechless. He was on the run for, like... He, he didn't get caught right away. It's one of my favorite stories.
1: That reminds me... There's a great... So, Kevin Hart... Uh, oh, What movie was he in? Oh, I think it was... Nor- it was either... I, I forgot what movie... Death Kev- of a Dynasty? No. Kevin Hart had a small with, with role... With your boy
0: who hangs out with Cuba Gooding Jr.?
1: Oh, yeah. Shout out to Evan. Um, Kevin Hart was in this movie with Eddie Murphy, and he was saying how... Eddie Murphy is at the point now where, like, only close-up shots is Eddie Murphy. He has a, he has like a, not a stunt double, just a double. So if you see, if just any normal scene, if it's just, you think Eddie Murphy from behind, it's just his double. Or like, even from like the backside, it's, it's Eddie, it's not Eddie, Eddie Murphy. And then like, it'll be full days where you don't see Eddie Murphy at all it's just his, they just get all the back so, t- t- like all the shots where you don't see his face but Kevin Hart was saying that this guy takes it too serious and he's like I prefer I think if I stand here cause Eddie would like it this way and the directors are just like yeah what can you just yeah w- whatever like he takes his role too serious so that whole ID story reminded me of <laughs> of that just like a Eddie Murphy imposter kind of thing
0: yeah I also I liked I think Bowfinger was the last movie I truly enjoyed
1: of his. La- oh, okay, I was waiting. I was waiting for the, re- the end of that statement. What do you his. mean? You said I think Bowfinger was the last movie I enjoyed, and then <laughs> I was just like nothing. I was like that can't you know, be true.
0: That's not true, though. I I really enjoy that movie. Yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. I love to do that. That's uh, Steve Martin. Yeah, legendary, legendary uh, banjo player Steve Martin. Yeah, he's he's all about bluegrass.
1: Sure. I haven't watched both fingers since college. So my last memory of it is disliking it very much and being Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin together and that was during my time where I had a crush on Heather Graham when I was in college. I mean, I had a crush we, on a lot all, of people. We all did. But, she's a
0: yeah. she's a she's a lovely lady. Sure. Talented actor sometimes. Sure. You yeah. know, we can't we can we have off days. Sure. And we have on days. Sure. And sometimes we have middle days. Yeah. Um do you ever see the film Shopgirl?
1: Yeah, I, like I have. I, I saw it in the theater only because I have a thing. Jason Schwartzman. He's just. I if he's in something, I have to see it.
0: So you're like you're like uh, Mel. Name you're it. like Mel Gibson in Conspiracy Theory, where you have to buy copies of Catcher yeah, in the Rye. Kind of. Yeah, kind but, of. But with Jason Schwartzman. Yes.
1: Yeah. Luckily, luckily, the majority. of You know, like to even take out the Wes Anderson stuff. Like, are you like slackers? Are you kidding? Cool, Ethan. That is a great comedy he makes that movie. Uh shout out to Mike Morona, uh aka Big Pete. Um you're great in that movie also, but have you have you seen Slacker's before? I saw Slacker. No, this is this is a very this is a different movie. It's,
0: that's like that's like how there's you know to connect the two there how there's like two suburbia movies yes oh shit yeah, yeah. that's right oh
1: that's right yeah. yeah
0: was one of the suburbias uh link ladder no. yes yeah 1997
1: see um, yeah. giovanni bc nicky cat jorge bogosian yeah what uh wasn't oh eric bogosian it was based on a play that he wrote just eric bogosian that's all what did i say jorge you reminded me when people when when <laughs> this is more severe. I'm not call, I'm not grouping you in with people like this, but when people go like "M night Shyamalan, Lama Lama it's like just Shyamalan. Like I always I always intentionally do that to be an asshole. Yeah, it's just Shyamalan. Yeah, like, I it's don't I don't that. make fun of them like yeah, Shyamalan's yeah, yeah. last name.
0: I just don't really. I didn't yeah. remember Mr.
1: No, it's interesting. No, the, with with the G's and the, and Mr. the vowels, Mr. Bagosian. Bogo- Bagosian.
0: Bagosian. Yeah. Name I I like him I really in- I thought he was a nice little addition to Law and Order Criminal Intent. Hell yeah, I was just about to say that. The la- like some some of the 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 Goldblum episodes brought me a lot of joy. See that to me because Vi- Vincent D'Onofrio total, it was total... total fan fan pandering don't get me wrong
1: it's not even about that it's just like alright Vincent D'Onofrio is out we gotta get another weird quirky guy to kind of like make up for it. I thought I thought it was like a it was like a I, Hail Mary
0: I ain't trying to throw shade at Vincent D'Onofrio but Uh-oh. no no oh. it's not I'm saying I liked quirky Goldblum like this weird detective who went to like like uh, private school and could play piano and like was like, oh, let me figure this out. I yeah. just, I Jeff Goldblum just makes me happier than Vincent D'Onofrio does.
1: Okay, that's yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, Bobby was a little tortured, and, and yeah. his personal stuff kind of.
0: Personally, and I just I remember watching steal this movie and was just disappointed. Sure, but I don't, you know, in re, I don't really blame it on uh, Vincent D'Onofrio.
1: Okay, I um yeah, Although well, this is a different Law and Order. I still think Dennis Farina. His character didn't get a chance to, to to develop, but that's but that's OG Law and Order. That's not yeah. De-
0: Dennis Dennis Farina was born on a leap year, so he only celebrated like fifteen of his birthdays.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. I
0: and he was a cop. He was he was a cop. He came to prominence from
1: who? By who? Through who? Michael Mann. All right. He was a consu- by the by the time Michael Mann was came, he a consultant
0: in Miami Vichy?
1: I don't know about Viche. I don't know, but I know. No, they started working together with on Thief. Okay. Actually, so before Miami Vice, well, so he probably was involved. Uh, no, he was on um, Miami Vice. Miami Vice. <laughs> he was a consultant. It was very similar to Arlie Ermy with Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Okay. If if you notice, Dennis Farina is one of the goons who gets killed in the shootout at the end of Thief, and then they had this like thirty something year relationship since then. Michael Mann and Dennis Farina. Um, so. One of the OG Michael Mann regulars, rest in peace.
0: Yeah, that was a moment of silence. Um yeah. you know, not incredibly, incredibly dissimilar to after the wedding. I saw uh, Toy Story three this weekend.
1: Whew! Want to talk about that ending, or or I mean, backstory, or the fact like, that is I this don't, for kids? I don't. Or? Yeah, I because
0: <laughs> you know I I don't I don't think I actually thought there were some similarities to. The wedding, the after the wedding and Toy Story 3 of yeah. just like like um, replacements and uh, loss and reconnection and re, you know. Accepting death. Accepting death. Defi- Great, you kind of, defining, defining. People die in movies all the time. That's you don't true. know what I'm talking about. That's also true. Yeah. Because like there's another movie I want to talk about today, but I don't even know how to talk about it. Hmm. The Entrance. Mm-hmm. Entrance, Entran- it's just Entrance, entrance yeah, not the yeah. Entrance. Entranche. Entranche. Uh, <laughs> by the makers of Miami Vitae. Directed not even, by not Dallas
1: Halame and Patrick Horvate.
0: Horvath.
1: Horvath. Yes. Uh,
0: but, pause <laughs> to go back. Um, yeah, so like, and just like... Uh, how do I say this? Compromising your future in a positive way or just like understanding that what you expected and what happened is different mm-hmm. so like I'm I'm certainly one of those people who who puts Pixar movies in even Disney movies but certainly Pixar movies in you know as like actual films as people say though I don't really I like to use the terms interchangeably but like that movie was that movie was tough that movie was hard bro it was it was yo dude I saw and, it in
1: the theater I just kept going like wait a minute wait a minute like I've I got scenes I yo, just kept doing that like wait
0: what? Socialist Barbie? Yeah Jesus That yeah. was crazy Yeah Like you have Barbie show up and like talk about talk about like Marxist principles and like Yeah Oh yeah some some of these movies I'm like who are they making these for?
1: I almost I almost feel like they're making it for, like if you were kind of young when Toy Story 1 came sure. out they're making Toy Story 3 for you just like my rationale, although it could have been better, I feel like my rationale for um, where the wild things are, was Spike Jones was making it for people our age or older, because we came up with that book, but though not realizing, hey, this is gonna—it's about big furry things, so it's gonna be geared towards
0: little kids. Now, where if the a wild, little kids
1: saw it, you in know, in
0: my in my opinion, where the, where the wild things are is Spike Jones' best movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. I'm just, it's, I'm not dissing. Shout but, out to, um, shout out know. to recording in Sunset Park because yeah, right. a Car just passed by playing that playing that, some, that song that, that one song, song that you that you hear at a lot of um, restaurants when you're getting some chuletas, yes, or mafungo yeah. I
1: haven't watched that movie though since 2009, so maybe yeah, maybe I, mean, I should give it a, 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 a revisit. If you're
0: listening to the show, you realize like I'm a big pushover and don't take much, but like I. Get so emotional watching Where the Wild Things Are, man. That's that 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 and adaptation are my favorite his movies.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you? Did do you remember? Have you ever seen? This was like a year before the movie came out. The the, the test little short test short film that you know uh, that 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 he made with Sean Penn. He did the voice. I as, saw. As movie, I saw like,
0: Hotel Chevalier.
1: No. This is um. It's a very heartwarming short with just with uh. Carol is his name. the the James Gandolfini. Yeah. yeah so instead of James Gandolfini, this was a year before. Kids. Sean Penn. He's he's the voice of Carol, and it's this other little kid, and it's this. Very, it's like a cute but sad, but quirky but everything all in like three four minutes. You could probably find it on on, on, on YouTube. Where like Carol just feels it just ends like Carol. He's kind of defeated and he walks off, and then the little kid, uh, Max has to try to make him feel better. But it's like this cool little short, you know, you know that he made.
0: It's really great. Yeah, I I. I love Where the Wild Things Are in the movie. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, I love the Maury Sandek book. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to uh, Carlo from a woman on film who sent me a picture of a, of a no, Car, a Sandak picture the other day. He's a weirdo. I like him, though. Nice. Uh, I like weirdos. I'm a weirdo. You're a weirdo. Sure. Um. So, we're, we're friends. You're, you and I are friends. Yeah. Toy Story 3 was really good.
1: Yes. Because that's the thing, too. I do want to... see Yeah, like, we're saying... All, for those who haven't seen it, which is ridiculous, if you haven't... I didn't see it until Saturday, bro. But we I got, are, I got hit
0: by a car on, oh on Wednesday. And so, I've been out of commission for, like, uh, for like five days. I that's saw crazy. It. So, I just watched a bunch of movies. I watched that. I watched Morvern Collar... I watched oh, yeah. After the Wedding, yeah. I watched uh, Justice League, The New Frontier, I watched Justice League Dark, I watched Teen Titans, mm. um, Teen Titans, The uh, The Judas Contract, I saw two in the line of fire, is that their names? Like, uh, Hong Kong, like, Kung Fu Girl movies. Oh, okay. Nah, I, I don't know. I posted some picture, some some fight I saw on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, it it was, got like, oh, that's where that's
1: from. Yeah, it was a cool scene. And it got
0: like a thousand. It got the most retweets I've ever gotten. Very cool. Um, Like, I had to put it on mute, so I don't even know how much I got. After. Right,
1: right, right. But,
0: right. so, and then I started, like, I was like, oh, let me peep these movies. And the movies, uh, I like the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, i watched so many movies. Yeah. And um, a little bit, it was like... Uh, one of our followers Javier something talking about watching Toy Story 2 with his kid I was like oh you know this guy seems like he's either you know I think he's doing a great job I mean his kids are probably going to be very weird but there ain't nothing wrong with that Absolutely. or he's just encouraging them it seems like I think he's just encouraging them to uh, discover that their you know their interests but I'm not really trying to like go into I don't know you seem like a good dad it makes me happy anyways um I, but he was watching Toy Story two, so I decided to watch Toy Story three. So there's lots of people that haven't seen Toy Story three. Fair enough. You, but you were prefacing something about Toy Story three.
1: No, just um. Oh wait, shit! If you haven't seen Toy, oh we that we're saying a lot. Oh, it's rough. It's this. It, at the end, it's it, it's good though overall. Like that's like that's the main thing. Like like it's a it's a great movie actually. That, yeah, so, I think it's I think it's great. I yeah.
0: I'm I don't think it's gonna take the spot of Inside Out for me as far as like. Um, Pixar movies of the past 10 years that really hmm. I mean inside out have you seen it yet no okay well no you really should okay uh, I think it's still on my like when I've been like putting together my ideas for like top 10 movies of the past decade for 2019 when mm-hmm. you put out a yeah when you put out an article of best movies of the decade mm-hmm. and like inside out is immovable. It's okay. unmovable. Okay. Though I read the premise of this pr- Pixar movie they're developing that doesn't even have a name yet, which is about this kid's fantasy relationship with his dead father he never met, so I'm sure that one's going to just... Oh, boy. ...kick me in the n- Like, the, what I like about the Pixar movies is that they don't hold back... They let you feel feelings, the good ones. There's ones that I'm not crazy about, mm-hmm. but, like, the ones that really, like... Um, Ratatouille just really gives the joy. If you love cooking, like myself, mm-hmm. it really it really gives the love of cooking, and it makes you feel something. You know, awesome. Yeah, Toy Story three. I thought that the ending was so good, and it made me feel so much heart stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A, you know, it's funny you said I was in. I not in a similar boat of I'm you know sucks you got a car accident I didn't get a car accident but I had time to I I saw I, I, don't try I don't to compare about, your life can, to my life you cannot compare our lives I don't know about a bunch
0: but you're, you're a, spicy mustard what? I'm honey mustard
1: no reverse that
0: you're already like you're already you're, you're all sweet and, you're already sweet enough honey I'm just oh boy I'm just joking dude I know I didn't just, know how
1: to handle it um
0: what? I'm not, I saw I'm not flirting with you Marcus
1: yes you are um, what's it called
0: <laughs> I saw a decent amount of new newish releases this and weekend we're not, and my, myself we're not two we, types of mustard we're just people okay what did you see a
1: person who likes
0: honey mustard but um you like honey mustard yeah you don't like spicy mustard no hell no what if you mix it with a little hell mince no really no huh are you not, not a spicy guy
1: if it's mixed in with like other stuff right so you like you no. like
0: a sriracha mayonnaise I'll do sriracha,
1: like, just barely. Like, just a little... It, like,
0: that mayonnaise, it's a revelation.
1: I'm not a mayonnaise guy. I don't like mayonnaise. Yeah. Well, it's I'm, I'm white. I like
0: mayonnaise, apparently. Oh, that's what I, No, that's what Eddie Griffin said. I know. Oh, It's not just Eddie
1: Griffin. A lot of people...
0: Yeah, I never knew that, like, thing. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I, I do like mayonnaise.
1: Look, hey, I'm one of those people who... I don't know if I've said this before... It got into my early twenties until I found out the whole like the MLK Boulevard thing. Like, don't go down MLK Boulevard. Like when you're in like a city. Like I totally I I happened. We were in Oakland. I went. uh, It was during college. I went went with my friend and we were looking for some somewhere. And my friend. What up, K. Swift? What up, Fresh Daily? We were like, so wait, where is, uh, how do you get to so-and-so? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, you just go here, take a left on MLK Boulevard, and then and then you can't miss it. It was, like, late at night, so I was like, oh, okay, cool, let's go. And my friend Jason was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I was like, what? Let's go. He's like, just wait a second, let this guy walk away. And I was like, okay. He's like, I don't fuck with MLK Boulevard. I was like, What is that What do you mean? Because I'm from liberal Amherst, like, super, you know, whatever. So I was like, uh, you know, that's where all, you know. And he was trying so he's also a fellow black person. He was trying so hard to not be a bigot against his own people, which is essentially what it was. And he was just like, nah, just you know, a lot of MLK boulevards are a little rough. And I was like, uh, okay, whatever. And then you know, I, I I heard that joke many other times as I got older He's from Houston, so the MLK Boulevard where he was from was a little rough. I've never then, I've know. never heard that before. Oh yeah, I, I did. I I, yeah, I will say I,
0: I went to I went to LaGuardia High School mm-hmm. for a year, and that was across the street. From MLK High School. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely a joke that the kids from MLK would rob the kids from LaGuardia. Wow. And that's why they came out at different times. I didn't find it huh. funny because I never really liked, I never was like a huge fan of racist jokes. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just not yeah. really like crazy about that. Yeah. Most, I mean, you know, to quote Sarah Silverman, because like, Sometimes it just not funny. Mean, okay. No, no, I wasn't about to quote her racist jokes. I was just gonna say,
1: what the hell does she have to say about racist so, jokes?
0: Well, you know, she does tell a lot of racist jokes that
1: aren't even that funny. I'm not a Sarah Silverman fan, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I am, but I don't I don't like I don't like a lot of the racist stuff she says. Yeah. But she's also like some so I don't tell certain stuff because I don't think it's funny. So I think most like racist jokes much like dead baby jokes much like sexy jokes yeah uh, use the lowest common denominator of yes. humor so I just don't think they're good because yeah. I don't think they're smart yep and I like smart humor and I like to think that people that try to put together like good clever thoughts wouldn't use it for the evil use of separating people of different races sure but you know I might be an idealist similar to Mads Mickelson. okay yeah we got a little sidetracked. I, I know. Meant to,
1: uh, speak, we we talked about Western Mass earlier. I have a lot of pride. I was kind of half live tweeting when I was watching one of these new... I, I saw Quiet Passion. Right, you said uh, you saw a bunch of movies this, this yes. weekend. Yes, Quiet Passion was one of them. That, that holds a special place in my heart because it takes place in Amherst, which is where I'm from because Emily Dickinson is from Amherst. Uh, I saw The Beguiled. Maybe we can hold off on that till another episode because... I'd say like we're halfway there, and I could just talk my ass. I just don't want to get into it. But I we saw have the a lot of stuff we're going. A lot of a lot of better movies to talk about. Did over you the see the, the
0: Takesha Mika?
1: Yes, I saw. Yes, yeah. Oh, that wasn't even going to be one of the movies I named. I forgot about that because. I was texting with our, our recurring guest now, Tumei Gant, I was saying... Because
0: uh, you watched The Beguiled, A Quiet Passion, Transfiguration.
1: Transfiguration, and I forgot the name of the Takeshi Miike movie, but it doesn't matter because I don't know what was going on because that's kind of how I feel about I mean, his movies. No I di- he
0: directed Visitor Q, yeah. which is like one of my favorite oddball movies. It's an
1: oddball movie, alright. I love Audition, and I love 13 Assassins. But other stuff is just kind of like. he do like, Itchy the Killer? Yeah, yeah, I, that's what he's most known for by a lot of people. To me, I you know. Visitor Q is another one though. Visitor, visitor Q, you know, as I said that's on like
0: probably the second or third episode, Ari the Rugged Man used to have an article on Mass Appeal Magazine yes, talking he did. about movies. Yes, he did, and I watched a lot of movies based on his recommendation.
1: Sure. Because I did you watch the Penitentiary movies? He talked about those a lot. Those are some good ones.
0: Like a long time ago.
1: Okay he used to mention those a lot that was a those those articles of his used to annoy me and like make me laugh at the same time. It just depends on what but that's but that's a sign of a good writer, a good movie mind and that r a certainly he is that
0: yeah I mean he like you know he did like one of his like he used to do music videos about like watching rare movies at Kim's and shit. So, like, he knows <clears throat> the shit. Yeah. He recommended Visitor Q because like, I, th- I know I said this before. He said that it was the movie that American Beauty should have been. And I agree with that. <laughs> I, I agree with him. that, but, okay. Um, <laughs> that's cool. And, in fact, like, whenever, like, um, Jacob or Lisey uh, put me on their follow-back Friday, so I think I've fallen out of Lisey's graces. Uh, I, I think I, that's I, impossible. I wanted She's to... She's too nice of a... I wanted no. to respond with, like, a... a, a, a an animated gif from mm-hmm. from Visitor Q and I was like they're just gonna think I'm already weirder than I already am because like most of the ones you can find are, are just the myriad times that the that Visitor Q hits people on the head with a rock
1: I challenge you that Lisi would absolutely be into that yeah she would I mean, love she would love a Visitor Q gif
0: sure well uh, if she if she ever you know I don't know like the other day I was I tweeted like um you know uh, existential insomnia is the worst and she was like, especially when you can't call your angels. And I responded, uh, especially when only devils have your number. Ooh. And there was no response. the nice change. Oh. Because, I, you know, it was like, it's dark. <laughs> you know, because sure. when you can't sleep due to, like, existential anxiety and depression, like, you really feel like only only the demons have your numbers. And I'll and say always, like, not to get, like, mopey. Yeah. I always think, like, the the... The devils have my number. But oh, man. I'm working on it,
1: you know. Yeah, well that's all you can do. So I'm glad yeah. you're working on it.
0: Yeah, and then like, you know, when I'm trying to get better I get hit by a car. Yeah. Awesome. Just um, stay
1: away from don't watch Seven Continent again. You saw it once. And I love that movie too, but that's enough. Don't or at least Oh I'm yeah, never Yeah, don't watch I'm, that movie again.
0: I'm never watching that movie again. Speaking of another movie I probably will never again, even though I sidetracked you talking about the four movies you saw fucking entrance, bro.
1: Yeah. That's a... It's a good one, man. It, it, it's such... It's like... I try to, like, hold my words because I don't want to, like, insult it, but it's, like... Underrated because I feel like some... I guess, you know what? I, 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 I know Patrick... One of the co-directors, I know him through Twitter, and um, I know him through Chris Funderburg. I don't know the other filmmaker, Dallas home but I feel like they, 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 they wouldn't be insulted by this that. So is, I don't know I'm, this I'm is, overthinking Yeah, that. I mean... They're both like, positive guys. I've heard them on podcasts and like seen video interviews before. They they, they couldn't, w- which is Wanda, weird.
0: Wanda is underrated, and we love yeah, them. movie. Yes. underrated is not a bad thing.
1: They are no. You're absolutely right. If you watch and listen to interviews of the filmmakers of Entrance, it would even bug you out more to be like, "How did these two minds come up with this movie?" Because they just seem like the nicest, like you know. Folks ever, just the most genuinely nice people, and that, and, and it's like you have to have a, you have to have dark thoughts to make a movie like well, a trans. So but it came from me, very, very real dark things. Yeah. So, so I have a couple
0: yeah. things to say about it. Sure. I do think because I don't think a lot of people listening to the show has seen the movie. I think we yeah. should refrain from being spoilerific. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Like it is, s- it's totally a movie you have to see for the. I don't know, yeah, no, no yeah. spoilers.
0: So, um, you know, I even, um, no, I won't go there. But it's our second
1: oh. movie where we have to hold back this episode. This episode is yeah. hard for both of us. Yes. Uh,
0: so like, cause like the first Just pause. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> like the first, the first like hour is like slow. Um. Post Mumblecore, LA, and post because one like it, it paints a it paints the female protagonist in a three dimensional way. Yeah, but it does so in 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 sort of the the Mumblecore brush of like really slow and how reliable is this narrator? What is happening? Yeah, how much of what is happening is actually happening? Yep. Um. And then and then about thirty minutes before the movie ends. It's like, oh, well, now for something completely different. Yeah. Or as I say, oh, yeah. that was unexpected. Yeah. Because I... If I only... It sucks, because even by saying, like, I'm not going to spoil anything, it, like, lets you know that there's something. Yeah. But, like, the only reason I knew there was something was, was like, one, your your review on your website painted a couple suggestions.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'd like to say my, my, my review gives one, like... Spoiler, like I do, tell kind of what happens. Yeah. So avoid my yeah. This this will be up soon. So the so, most recent piece on my site, avoid it. Watch the movie, please, and then reread it. But then there's a yeah, whole other. It's only the it's very just like the, the what very. F- what very frustrates eight. me
0: uh-huh. uh, is that it's not on Shutter. Oh right. Like what, what the, the fuck? F- yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I, I you're getting mean, tagged,
1: Shutter. You're getting tagged in this episode. Granted, don't, I don't get care. me
0: wrong. I paid. I paid two night. Well, I have I have a secret that I've been telling people mm-hmm. that what you do is is you take like a, a coffee can full of coins, uh-huh. take it to any like supermarket that is a coin star. Uh-huh. You can trade it in for Amazon.com gift certificates. Okay, and then you use the gift certificate to rent all the movies. Okay, see, that's, I oh that's, that's awesome.
1: I, did. I didn't even know it was on Amazon. I saw it through. It was iTunes. on Amazon. I, I it on was iTunes. like,
0: I rented it for two ninety nine because when I saw. When I saw your review, I was like instant done. I'm watching nice. it. Oh, that makes me. Also, obvious. you compared it. Actually, I'm not going to say the movie you compared it to because I think it, it will give away too much. I really think you should go into the, one should go into this movie blind. Yeah. And like maybe with with watch it with somebody. Sure. Especially um, the last 30 minutes. It's yeah, a, yeah. Watch it and yeah. hopefully and,
1: someone who has a good attention span and doesn't yeah. get bored easily.
0: I think I think it's interesting. Like because. Because a lot of like, um, aughts films about like, uh, it's weird that that this very, very feminist film was made by two dudes. Yeah. Because it's, because it's very, it's very much about like how men can make women uncomfortable. Yep. And I, I, I took issue with one thing you wrote in your, in your article. What's that? And I, um, my no, article of entrance. Yes. Yeah. No. No. I, I like you're saying entrance, not entrance.
1: I yeah. I don't know. You know why Entranche. I say that? Entranje because my friend. I I'm wondering if that's how it's pre- the first time I heard of this movie. That's how it was said to me. Right. So it's been it could stuck be in in entrance. It could Entranche. be entrance. Yeah.
0: I thought I thought of it as entrance. Me
1: too. Um, and once I read it, because I was expecting when he was like, "Yeah, you need my friend," who he described the movie. How it was described to him directly from the filmmaker Patrick Horvath. Who's an excellent artist, by the way. You should follow him on Twitter. Just add oh, Patrick that Horvath. that dude.
0: Yeah. That dude. His, his, like, my life in movies. Through oh, man. His,
1: his favorite movie of every year. Yeah. He's he's I, he's a renaissance man. He's a filmmaker and he's an illustrator. Oh,
0: yeah. We follow each other on, on, a, great. on Twitter. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I really like, I don't like all, like, the hashtag stuff. You know, being newly part of movie Twitter I don't like everything about it. Mm-hmm. One thing I do like is how open everyone has been to me and that's really nice. Sure. And but some of like like the hashtag soup can be a little overwhelming oh, yeah. for me because I'm a, I'm like mildly OCD where like numbers bother me like you have 20 notifications. But I thought the whole like, you know, Favorite Movie for Easter you alive was really cool and how Mr. Horvath did a painting and I I didn't know what each one was. Yeah, of
1: each movie. Also, to to just kind of emphasize, certain specific movies made me like that series more because it was like, holy shit. Like, no such thing. This underrated, misunderstood, Hal Hartley monster movie that's like a warped, Beauty and the Beast or like Pontypool a movie a Canadian horror film that I love to death and it's one of those Pontypool it's like this secret club of like it's, not, movie, it's not so much you see like, you a, like that? That movie's got a growing you know? cult yeah it does yeah. it does
0: I saw that on a list of like you know on like a pre, on like one of those clickbait things with where with that movie and um, it's great man and The Fall which are both yeah. which are yeah. both movies that yeah. I'm like oh these are great mm-hmm. like The Fall The Fall is one of my favorite movies Graphic films sure. I mean graphically It's not actually graphic It's not graphic at all yeah. Um But um, Yeah I want Yeah what's the so, issue you So Here No it's not like beef
1: No I know like, I'm just Whatever Me, me just taking is me. issue Is yes. not
0: like um, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to you About something Unless I If I didn't hold you In high I generation. didn't ruin cinema
1: Did I No No oh there's a Oh there's a guy who Got annoyed at my side-by-sides and said I was running cinema. You no, were actually you're... corresponding with him back and forth on Twitter the other day. I was like, this dude. But go ahead. I did? Yeah. You didn't know who he was. so it's like, whatever. It's all good.
0: Who was a correspondent? I'm on? not giving him... Okay. Cut. What? Go ahead. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you about that later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's going to get unfollowed. Anyways. No. Here's the thing. You know me. I don't... I don't... Like, side-by-side doesn't do a lot for me. Sure. But... I care for you and you like it so I send you cool side-by-sides I like the side-by-sides I really like um when I really like when people come up with fun Mm side-by-sides um
1: Martin Kessler
0: Martin Kessler obviously like he's he does great stuff even like Javier with uh, the obvious like Toy Story Jurassic Park or our weirdo friend Carlo who just does like recreates scenes from From Patterson. Patterson yeah uh you know, we, we've we had, like, very long talks about books, you know. Nice. Uh, if I wanted, if I felt the world needed another podcast about books, which it doesn't, I would be like, <laughs> let's start a podcast. Nice. Called Bib- Biblios in America. <laughs> but the like, don't listen to podcasts about books. Read books. Yeah. Movies, movies don't take that much of an investment. If I tell you a movie's good, at max, if we're talking, like, a foreign director, three hours. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a movie, a book takes takes a lot longer. Anyways, so uh, one theme in Entr'anche Entrance mm-hmm. is her being made uncomfortable by men. Yeah, and like uh, catcalling. Mm-hmm. And uh, you made an aside to point out that like not everyone is aware that they're making girls yeah. uncomfortable. Sure. And I hear you, mm-hmm. but. I don't think that's a good enough excuse, especially because guys like you and I, who are both men of size, yes. who, who, do, who actively try to not make people uncomfortable, um, I, I think if we can actively know that our space can make people uncomfortable, then other people should too.
1: I guess what all, in that line, I know what you're talking about. I, I was just trying to say some like it just boils down. I don't want to write too much. It just boils down to like if I work late, if I'm out of it, and like whatever, if I happen to be close to so, like, woman or man, it's I just kind of like I'm not I, doing a And I'm not. Yeah. I'm only thinking think about it's, it's a selfish moment. I, and, thought, I thought. I thought. I
0: thought it was an unnecessary aside. Mm-hmm
1: I guess I, it's just one of those things where I'm in a I'm in a place like New York City where sure. sometimes people don't know their boundaries and it's just one of those things where I feel like it, it, it could be seen as an unnecessary little side comment, but it was still in parentheses and it was under the guise of like no matter what the end of, at the end of the day men make women feel uncomfortable no doubt and they don't I'm, realize it and that's and that's no, kind of the most no important doubt thing.
0: I'm not I'm just I'm just telling you. My thought when I read sure side, sure. I was like, I was like, I don't, yeah. Just I just felt like it wasn't. I don't, yeah. I think I think men have to actively try to do better and be yeah. better.
1: I heard someone and say that at a show yesterday. Men can do better. It was like an activist. We can music do better. Show. We yeah. can do better.
0: Yeah. We really can.
1: If, if 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 not for nothing, I almost hesitated putting that line because, and this ties into the video that I linked in that. I didn't. I almost hesitated to put that in there because I didn't want. I imagine like, oh, what men can't walk anywhere now? Because cause there's a lot of people who would say that. Unfortunately, just like that street that's, harassment that's, video that I compared. It
0: to Because yeah. of that yeah. is why I'm like, I don't. I think we can do better than having to add those asides. Sure. I don't. I don't think we have to asterisk Not all men. Sure. Cause we need. I to...
1: do. I, I guess. Un- unfortunately, you're right. I don't know if I can fully ever agree with that. Only because I don't. Li- and I. And I. And it's sad because I completely understand when it's like. Not. Not. Not so much men do better because that's just a fact. We can and we should. But more like, ah, men are dogs. Men suck. And I'm not trying to even make us victims. Cause whatever. But I just do. I ta- I take. It, take pride in myself and other people being like. We're good guys, so I, I. It's just. It's just that maybe that's an OCD thing. I have to like some. I do have to because I know. Sure. I know a large majority I, of people I know in well my friends are is men. This so is why, why I'm
0: taking. I'm taking issue with it out of love. Of course. Because I understand what you're saying is you've been around a lot of men who are good, who are thoughtful. Large who, majority. Large yeah. majority who are who are good to women and girls and. And intrinsically give people respect. So you're saying, wait, there are, but I, I don't think, I feel like that, def, that sort of like not is defense is sort of like a silent S or something. Sure. Like, okay. Because I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because I think it can sometimes be bait for like the hashtag, not all men, like people who are oh, like, I, yeah. who are like losing their damn mind. Over um, Doctor Who the Doctor Who. Which is funny. Okay, so
1: a little sidebar. I didn't see at first I didn't see any tweets about like people being pissed off about it. Sure. I saw more tweets of people like, Oh, you're mad because of what and I was just like, Where's is anyone up in arms? And no, then today, you, unfortunately, you, I was flooded with I was like, Oh, okay, never you mind. The shit exists. If you go Okay.
0: If you go to the BBC YouTube yeah. No, I know there's I know you know, on there's it's very off it's very rare that a video has more dislikes than likes and it has yeah because because uh, because bro flakes are fine with you know it's it's political when it's not a white dude yeah and that's just so weird to me Um, especially because like from what I understand about Doctor Who Doctor Who is like a genderless uh, time lord and since 1986 they've been meaning to do it and like calling the BBC, which is like a pretty conservative network, like mm-hmm. liberal baiting is just silly. Yeah, and I just you
1: lose all you lose all arguments when just what you said. You know the character of Doctor Who changes a lot. Yeah, so why are you so mad if it's a woman? Also, like, like, changed, like so what?
0: Also, it's, it's not a consistent person. Yeah, it's 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 usually like two or three seasons a, a doctor, and to be fair. Like, uh, when there was a really young doctor who was criticized, and there's a really old doctor who was criticized, mm-hmm. but the thing is, it just it disappoints me every time when like sci fi people mm-hmm. are turn out to be like really gross, yeah. And I'm not all sci fi people yeah. but when like, like when people like threaten people's death because, yeah, because Ghostbusters yeah. was women, yeah, yes, like, like yes, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. More people are mad about Ghostbusters like Ghostbusters being women than, like, Bill Cosby being a rapist. I agree. I and agree.
1: That's,
0: that's how fucked up we are. You need to check your perspective and check your privilege, which you refuse to do. When you're more upset about the casting of a movie than, than like, the systematic oppression of an entire gender...
1: Or how about, let, let's be more current, the fact that you're more upset about, and this all from, so, from so, uh, so, social media, you're more upset about a female Doctor Who than what's unraveling as we speak about R. Kelly and what's going on in his treat, treatment of women at this moment right now. Like, you, 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 you're not upset about these young girls being held captive by a guy who we've given a million passes to who's literally abused women versus, you know, who's a good actress by the way, too, this woman, you know, she was great in Attack the Block um, You Attack know, Attack the and, Block is a great movie yes, it's her and, her and John Boyega I, I yeah. love how, looking back, the two stars from that movie have gone on to you know, great stuff
0: yeah, and like, we are it's just like, we're so much more concerned, why are you so concerned about who's playing your Doctor Who, when like we support a society where, like, if someone makes good art, we're completely fine with them taking advantage of young women and girls. Yeah. I don't know why I said it in, like, a Scottish bro. Women yeah, and girls. Women and girls. I don't know. Maybe because the last Doctor Who was Scottish. I'm not sure that... I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, he was. I, I love sci-fi. Doctor Who's just a little too much of a dedication. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to like the TV movies that they would show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's just... I, I can't. And, um... Speaking of, like, f- accents... I, I love I love watching the shit show that was uh, McGregor Mayweather. They send you that bad. I sent you that bad lip syncing video. Yeah, I
1: meant to text back because I was. I, yeah, I, I actually watched that. That these press these McGregor Mayweather press conferences are like episodes of Black Mirror, and it scares me kind of because I'm in I'm in it. I'm watching. I'm like a character in Black Mirror watching some crazy shit. On TV and people cheering on. Let's just be clear: both of these human beings suck. So it's going to be hard. I, like I, they, they're both terrible the people. One let's, more than the other, maybe. Let's, but let's
0: let's judge it. Let's try to judge it from a purely superficial thing, right? Okay. So, which is hard. Yeah. But Mayweather is just so much better at being a villain than than McGregor. McGregor gets mad. He's not like that sharp. His his cuts his insults are not funny That's
1: another thing that's what's pissing me off. Oh, man, where the roasted him. Like no, he like just get on just get on a mic and scream like a little kid.
0: Fucking motherfucking It's just, it, motherfucking fuck. It's like, just that's that not it's collab- just that that's McGregor nothing. it's just that McGregor doesn't have good comebacks. Like I really like He doesn't have good intro Yeah, whatever just, he has. Yeah, he's yeah. just like he's he's re- he's good at fighting and that's about, you know, and he's going to lose this fight.
1: I'm glad I have this platform to say this quote me on it find this episode hear it and in 6 weeks or whatever come back and talk to me like that's the most that like that's the biggest thing
0: he's going to lose he has a 4% chance of getting a lucky punch yep i i i because he's got such a chip on his shoulder i might willing to to up it to 6% okay but just like i think mayweather would have a higher percentage if he were to get into the octagon than than McGregor yeah, would, yeah. Like I think if Mayweather went to the octagon with McGregor, he'd have a forty five percent chance. Oh,
1: I oh no, I don't think so. More or less. Less. I do. I honestly do.
0: But like, like, yeah, I get. If he could, st- as I said, not much. I still think. I think it's just like. Just like the one time Joe Budden got into a rap battle with Hollow of the Dawn. like stop my time, stop, my, stop time. my time, stop my time. He, he's he couldn't. It's just a, it's a, it's like similar but different, and the differences will kill you.
1: Yeah, but I don't, I don't
0: think he has much of a chance.
1: I'd rather talk about tranche than either right. Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather. Sure.
0: So. Oh, I was getting to Patrick Horvath, If you're listening yeah. to, if you make another movie like that, I'll score it for free. So holler at your dog. Wow, there you go. That's awesome. Or like you know a little bit of money, but not a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I I want to work. I want to work on shit like that. Yeah. I don't want to say what kind of genre the movie is, but watch it. I, I I yeah, and this is a good. T-
1: I I did a the second most read piece on Pinland Empire of 2017 is a study, a little piece, the cinema of Patrick Horvath and Dallas Hallam uh, that I did on all of their movies. They're a directing team. Um, so it's like you go find my site go to go to Pillan Empire and, and look look up all, all of their movies because they're all great. Um like they uh, well Patrick Horvath directed this film called Diner, get it? Uh it, it's a zombie movie, but Dallas Hollam worked on that film with them. Like they always work together. And the whole premise of that movie is great because it's like if you haven't had a serial killer in the midst of a zombie outbreak, it's like, oh, I can like you now because you come in handy. It's little things like that. It's like little ideas like that, you know. That you know that he has. That's smart. Um, exactly. Or like he did this great. It's th- called
0: Diner. Get it? Like the it's, get it it's is. It's
1: D I E dash parentheses. Get it? That that's oh, the I name of the movie. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I and also then, love diners. Yes. Actually. Oh, rest oh, in peace, George Romero. Recipes
0: George Romero.
1: Rest in peace, George Romero. Rest in peace, Martin Landau as well. Say like within minutes of each other. They, Jesus. They t- yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yesterday was tough. I know. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know Martin Landau would pass. No. Oh, yeah. He pass. It was like Mitt, like it was like the Farrah Fawcett, my, uh, my, 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 Michael Jackson,
0: uh, or thing. Um, Johnny Cash, Jack Ritter.
1: Yeah. Right. Um to both of those guys. Yeah. Both both important figures in in, in cinema.
0: Or like. Um, when I was a kid, Sammy Davis Jr. and uh, J- uh, Jimmy Hanson died at the same day. No, did they? Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. It's funny how you said that just like uh, like with a Kermit voice. Wow. <laughs> and like the actor that played Kermit just got fired, but I don't know anything about it. I, we, we don't need to become a current events podcast. Yeah, We're yeah, a movie yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a rap podcast. Sometimes a wrestling podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But entrance, yeah. There's not too much else I really have to say. I think it's a solid four-star film, four out of five.
1: Absolutely, Um, and it's so Stephen King. In its
0: genre, four point five.
1: Oh, absolutely. Ahead, and and it's like this is a term that gets overused, but ahead of its time, to some degree, or or a cut above the rest. However you want to say it, just I guess what what I do want to say is Stephen King is an underrated writer, by the way. Who Stephen King who loved entrance so entrance so much he took an ad out in Entertainment Weekly to write a little blurb about it. Like that's how much he liked he liked this movie. He
0: likes things. I like yeah. I like Stephen and King. And I like that he
1: likes things like, like this though.
0: Yeah, I like that Stephen King, like as famous as he is, still behooves people yeah. to to see movies and listen to records and read books that aren't his. Yeah. And yeah, he's a he's an excellent writer. And his 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 son Joe Hill has a comic book called Lock and Key that they've I think has been in development hell for a TV show or movie forever, but mm. it's so so good. Mm. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. That's all that's all I could really say about Entrance. Just watch it. It's on
1: iTunes or I guess apparently Amazon. Um, at this and point, shutter get your shit together. Yeah, man, this is a total shutter movie. Oh, oh, this is what I wanted to say. What got me was a friend of the show, Chris Vanderburgh of the Pink Smoke. He he was out in LA for a while and he got to know Patrick Horvath and we were riding around in a car one day and Chris was saying, "Oh, I was going on and on about how great Patrick Horvath's uh, uh, draw, uh drawings are on Twitter and he was just like, "You've seen his movies, right?" And I was like, "Oh, he's a filmmaker?" He's like, yeah, he did, and he was naming all of his movies, and then he described Entrance to me as, which is what Patrick Horvath later said to me himself. Uh, he was just saying, It's a horror movie, it, it, it's a Dardane brother style horror movie. And I was like, Oh, I'm in. Because for those who don't know, the Dardanes, they're a, a, a Belgian uh, brother filmmaking combo, kind of similar to Horvath and Holland, they're not brothers. Where they're very cinema verite, They're very real. Like, you watch their movies and you think you're watching a documentary, although it's not. And that's what like I... Like end- Wag the Dog? No, not, like... No offense to the Dardanes, but it's like... the Like, sh- like it's shot on a flip phone to some degree. Sure. But, but they that's work not, with... That's, that's yeah. no offense. But they work with legitimate great... at Like, Jeremy Renier. They just did a film with Marion Cotillard last year. Like, they, you know, whatever. So, anyway... Um, it's very real, as pretentious as that may sound. Sure. And then I remember going, "Oh, so this is like a real horror movie that's going to scare the shit out of me because it, it's like it's I, almost I, or, I almost want to, I almost want to
0: erase this argument, yeah, this part because I, I don't want to necessarily say I'm not going to say nothing else. You, but you said horror, but you know that if, if in this
1: day and age someone's not just going to, they're going to look up, they're going to look up what it's about. They're going to go. At the very least, they're going to see the genre that, that, you know, you know they're going okay. to look up the trailer, so so that's, you know what I'm saying? And right. it's also going to throw them off anyway, because they're going to watch it, and it's going to be beautiful, because they're going to be like, when is something going to happen, and then, that's, yes. So.
0: Speaking of, like, real, like, shot differently sort of things, I really think you should see this movie called Akaj. Okay. E-K-A-J. E-K-A-J, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it was made a couple of years ago but it was It's only it's been on the the uh it's been on the festival circuit but now you can rent it from filmdo. Filmdo, um, okay and okay. it's Here it's, we go. it's directed by uh, Katie Gonzalez and it's about um these two uh gay characters in Manhattan uh Figuring shit out, and it's like a, it's yeah. a it's a Images it's look cool. It's a coming of age film to rival. It felt like love. Whoa! Yeah, it's really fucking good. It's all right. but here's here's one thing. So the film the film is largely, um, all ama- am- amateurs. Mm-hmm. I guess amateurs is a weird word. Not actors. Yeah. Yeah. Not actors. There you go. Not actors. Sure. The two main characters are incredible transcendent right. their performances are unlike I've seen like definitely represents the culture in a way that I didn't know because mm. I don't I don't know much about like the Tompkins Square kids who who you know sometimes might uh, uh, turn tricks for money and right. stuff like that yes. there's there's drugs sometimes involved mm-hmm. so the non actors that aren't these two characters mm-hmm. are are you know, you might get it might break the magic for a while. It's like sometimes.
1: Okay. I, I'm, it, it's fine. I'm I'm a Brisson fan, so I'm used to that. So. But their
0: their performance, dude. That's all I need. It's so. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I haven't seen enough new movies this year, but I, I'd say I, right now it's up there for me for movie of the year.
1: Oh, cool! It's it's and it's interesting you say that because just before you got here, I was kind of updating my, you know, I take we've talked about this early on, but I take big pride in my end of the year movie stuff. So I'm already writing down my little awards, like things to note, like what are my favorites so far, what you know, what I don't like so far. So I'm I'm, I'm looking for I'm I, looking for off kind of off the beaten path. Not in I need a I need way, to push like, I know. need to
0: push Ikaj because it's a movie that okay. well, no people more. aren't going to see without the push. Okay. And because, like sometimes, you know, movies about different populations are underseen. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this movie is already being pushed not by the people who made it, but it, it becomes like a niche movie. But really, I think it's just a beautiful, artistic film shot in a very matter of fact way, which which I which I really love. You know. Uh, A real nice thing about this podcast is like I'm rewatching a lot of early aughts, late 90s movies, and that filming style is one of my favorites. Like Dutch angles, VHS, cinematography, like acknowledging the widescreen aspect that some of these movies are going to be seen in shitty aspect ratios and like uh, grainy reds and like blues you could sink your teeth into. Mm. And, you know, what time are we at?
1: We're at an hour five.
0: All right, so we're not going into Marvin Collar this this week because I have too much that I want to say about it.
1: And I always have a lot that I want to say about it. So uh, I apologize to uh, specifically Carly uh, at uh, Brunch Problems on Twitter. She's a great. She's everyone who's on Twitter should follow her because she's very, very. Um, she's very, very funny, um, and she likes Marvin Keller a lot. So tune in to the next to the next. Uh, ep- yeah, I think
0: we we'll, I think we'll talk about it next episode. Um, because if I, we
1: don't get to Freddy Got Fingered Freddy Got Fingered takes precedent but if we get around to it we'll talk about Mormon Keller because I, I got s- all these I got all these s- notes
0: Yeah No I have I have I have so many thoughts about it yeah. I will I will spoil that I liked it a lot Yeah And um One movie a movie that I don't think gets a lot of love that it reminded me of at first and then became my own thing mm-hmm. was um Love and Death in Long Island
1: oh man I rented that from the video store a long time ago yeah it's
0: like this weird movie with John Hurt and and Jason Jason Priestley Priestley of 90210 yeah where uh, John Hurt plays this like writer who's like almost almost a Luddite and through like a weird turn of events sees this like this sort this movie with Jason Priestley's character in it, and he plays pretty much Jason Priestley, mm-hmm. but from Long island instead of from Canada somewhere, and he just, like, falls in love in a weird, like, not necessarily sexual, but not not sexual way,
1: yeah.
0: and then he goes to Long Island to find him, mm-hmm. and it's, like, one of the saddest, beautiful gems yeah. of the 90s.
1: Yes. Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: It's 90s? It's
1: 90s. I think because I rented it, I used to blind rent stuff at Blockbuster. I rented it in the early 2000s, so maybe that's why I just associated it. it. But I think be, no, I think you're right. I it think could it's ninety, be, yeah, because like late nineties.
0: Yeah, it was it was right after Jason Priestley left 90210.
1: oh. Well, then that would have been like more midish late nineties.
0: No, but it, yeah, I don't remember. I'm mm-hmm. um, that like sure didn't in my mind, 90. it's ninety seven. It went to yeah. ninety nine two thousand. I think 90210. I Oh, I wouldn't know. I will say uh, funny stories. It was back in the day when I was like 18 or 19, and like I would just spend uh, weekends getting kicked out of bars. There was this bartender at this bar I used to go to eventually, who eventually became my friend and boss many years later. But he had a shirt that said the Brenda Years, and I loved that. It's <laughs> funny. I was like, I was like, oh man, that should be the name of a band. The Brenda Years. The Brenda Years is yeah. a good name for a band. Yeah. Um. Not as good as Dragon Sound, but not not many people can be.
1: Go back to the last episode and listen to the, listen to the whole episode, but listen to the outro.
0: Yeah, my name is Great Scott Thorough. Don't go to my website because it keeps on getting hacked by Russians who are mad at the person who moderates my website. So, um, Twitter Scott Thorough if you want to talk to me, unless you got beef with with Marcus because I will unfollow you.
1: Don't uh, go to Pinland Empire because I'm killing cinema.
0: Yeah, if you, anyone that says Marcus Penn is killing cinema, I I don't want to fuck with you. Uh oh. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. You're my friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio, and I'm from Brooklyn. You hurt you if you hurt my friend's feelings, and it comes from a whack way. I I'm not you know, wh- when you oh, I get yeah. it. I'm, it's loyalty.
1: It's all about loyalty, which I think in the, these days people don't get. A lot of people don't understand no, loyalty. No, they don't. So. What I
0: love so much about Battle Rapper uh, Hollow the Dawn. Uh-huh. Is his clothing brand, Loyalty Over Money. Yes. You know, LOM. Man, LOM. All the time. I'm not excited. LOM. Every day. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, not that anyone really cares, but he's battling Tay Rock in a couple months. Not a couple months, a couple weeks.
1: Oh, okay. So he's at that point. He's uh... No,
0: Tay Rock's uh, really popular right now. Oh, he came. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Tay Rock came back, had a debatable number two with, uh, pause, with uh, Charlie Clips. And he's he's become like he's he's, he's, All he's right. yeah he's he's like the one probably the number one smack guy. Not really, I think Calico is the number one smack guy personally. Oh yeah, but but he's Calico's like dope. he's like he's the guy. He's he's the representative. Um, right. But uh, I'm really excited in a couple weeks. Uh, Head Ice is battling Shotgun Suge, and I think. If head ice comes prepared, oh. it's going to be amazing.
1: If you could see my eyes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shocking. Uh, no, no one cares.
0: No one cares. No uh, one head ice is one of my favorites. So, oh yeah. yeah if, he's if we, he's, yeah. he's king of the dot champion. Wolf love. Wolf love.
1: All right. Sorry I, if we lost you guys at this point, but we're just no. Nah, but like head
0: ice, head ice is literally like like the guy from the park who knows all the classic rappers, who would also like teach you how to be good at chess.
1: But is also incredibly esoteric and abstract. More I just than said he gets chess. Cre- credit chess. I just said chess. No, but way beyond chess. I'm talking like like go. Are you saying like he plays go? No, he plays bidwiz. Forget spades. He's like right. Okay. Wow. He's out there. No, he's yeah. he's,
0: he's 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 my he's my favorite active battle rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf love all the way. Yes. And he showed major love to 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 Sean P and Sean P showed me well they've worked on
1: they've, they've collaborated before he was on Sean P's la- well soon to be no longer last album he was on uh, The uh, the Passion of Sean Price my favorite song on the album Go Rambo <laughs> it's Sean Price Illy G, and um, Head Ice interesting it's a good song
0: oh. I know a man who's always right says he's never wrong but one day when he Lock, needed his strength Lock, can
1: you I can't stand Found night? it all had gone hmm. Go Rambo, fo-fo clapping, then open your toe sandals. Oh no, the African rap with the dope sample. I told y'all catch when them focus, your flow shamble. hey uh, I hit them harder with the large tray. Bullet small, but forward, equal dollar, the Andres. Gun in my hand, the knife in the other. Whichever one of them strikes, say goodnight to your lover. Shit, lead pop, got mom, Duke's in the headlock. No exaggeration, Duke, I'm tight with your mother. Hey, uh, Listen to most rappers, most rappers suck, fuck, rockers, the toast, clap up. Butter your bread, the gun to your head. I eat shit, sleep, murder, gun in my bed. Pit. Swing, sword, or the gun to pound. Sean is the king, the lord of the underground. Salute. Fuck out. Says
0: he's never wrong.